you may have realized that being healthy feels different than it did in the past now that you're over 50. If you want to maximize your health potential but don't have time to read through overwhelming pages of Google links, this is the show for you. Welcome to Healthy Tips After 50. We love doing the research, finding solutions, talking to health experts, and learning what works and what doesn't. Now, your host. She spent the last 25 years dedicated to feeling her best and is here to share her best findings with you, Susan Rosen. Hi, everyone. This is your host, Susan Rosen. As a result of the past two to three months of constantly hearing about coronavirus, COVID-19, we are all watching more news than ever and checking our computers, phones, and TVs. We're washing our hands, we're wearing our masks, and we're staying six feet away from the rest of the world when we can. All of this is adding to already stressful lives living in big cities, working one or more jobs to pay the bills, worrying about our kids or our parents, and worrying about ourselves. Stress has been with us for generations, and feeling stress about a contagious disease is not new to the human race. But there are things that we can do to manage stress and support or increase our health, and they really aren't expensive. In fact, some of them are things that you don't have to spend any money to do, because they're free. In today's show, we're going to start, I'm going to start, a series of episodes talking about subjects like stress, our brains, diet, memory, depression, and how we can improve them and live better lives. Let's all take a deep breath now and jump into the first episode. I thought I'd start with one of the biggest issues that human beings deal with, and that's stress. Stress can come from outside of you or it can come from inside of you. Right now, the coronavirus pandemic is creating some of both kinds of stress. Just the word pandemic makes us all think about mass destruction in horror movies. We've all been trained to react with stress and fear from the loss of control over our minds and bodies. And if it wasn't so real, I might actually think that I'm in a movie. Maybe that's one of the reasons why some people think it's a hoax or conspiracy. I'm not going to talk about those people. Personally, I have a preference for reality. Stress is linked to your immune system and creates an immune response which involves increasing inflammation in your body, which we all know can create damage in many specific parts of your body and particularly in the brain and your vascular system, i.e. your heart and blood vessel. Inflammation can also compromise your immune system, making it more difficult for your body to defend itself against not only the coronavirus, but any cold infection or even the flu. But we don't really need the excess inflammation. We are not really in a fight or flight situation where we need the extra energy and protection. Although having a stronger immune system can be helpful, the side effects can actually make us sick. It's a narrow road we need to travel on this one. So what we need to do is to manage the stress and not let it overwhelm our system. And there are a number of things that we can do to keep our stress under control. And one of those things is to get regular exercise, which I think most of us are doing just to get the hell out of the house. At least I know we are. Exercise is one thing that people are trying to do every day and not just to get out of the house, but also to work off all that excess energy that we're 
having from being housebound. And then again, there's also the issue of overeating, which comes from being stuck at home most of the time. And that, of course, gives us one more reason to make sure that we exercise. I read, in fact, somewhere that the number of exercise machines that are being sold right now has just totally gone through the roof. Many, many more times the number than these manufacturers and retailers have been selling previously. So that just goes to show that people need to get exercise and they really like these things where they can sweat and get all of that stress out. Okay, so um, let's see. Sleep is also important. Although at this point, that is not as much of an issue, I wouldn't think. Going to bed at a regular time and getting seven to nine hours of sleep a night is perfectly doable when you don't have to spend time commuting to and from a job. You save a lot of time just having to commute to your desk. And on top of all of that, there are the usual good health suggestions like don't smoke, don't do drugs, and don't overindulge in alcohol. Eat a balanced diet. And like I said, don't eat more than you did before the pandemic started. Creating a routine to follow while you're at home also will make you more productive. It will make you feel better overall because you will experience a sense of control in and over your life, which will counteract some of the loss of control you're probably feeling right now around the pandemic. Some other things to look at adopting are relaxation exercises, including yoga and or Tai Chi. And you can find videos online that will teach you each of these, as well as regular classes that you can attend virtually to give you the sense of being a part of a group. And if you're listening to this after the COVID-19 shelter in place is over, then if you don't want to look online, because those groups will still be there, you can find yourself a local group where you can go and attend a class and learn. When you find yourself getting overexcited, try doing some deep breathing to calm, center, and slow yourself down. An easy way to do deep breathing is to sit in a place away from the noise, the computers, the TVs, and anything else that can divert your attention from what you're gonna do. So you sit down, you sit up straight, but stay relaxed at the same time. Take a deep breath through your nose, down into your chest to the count of four, hold it for two counts, then let it out through your mouth for four counts and contract your abdominal muscles as you breathe in and relax them as you breathe out. And try and repeat that eight to 10 times, especially any time when you are starting to feel stressed and anxious and anything else that puts you kind of out of sorts. One more stress buster that works at all times, and it's a great skill to develop, is meditation. You can meditate on its own, or combine it with the breathing exercise I went through. There are many, many types of meditation. Oh my goodness, I, I can't even count how many there are. And so many of the Asian, um, if you wanna call them religious, I'm not sure it's really religious, but many of the Asian types of meditation are all different and it you can look around and find one that you like if these ones that I'm gonna talk about don't help. Okay, so you can, let's find 
yourself one that will work for you. And for this first meditation, I want you to sit comfortably somewhere. When you're comfortable, close your eyes and you're going to concentrate on following your breath in and out without thinking about anything. And I know that sounds difficult and it really is difficult at the beginning, but you can do it if you really concentrate on. So breathe in and breathe out similar to the breathing exercise I just went through, but this time aim to do it for 10 to 15 minutes. And you really don't have to count to four in and out. You can do a shorter breath, but try and do a full breath in and then a full breath out. And each time your mind wanders to something other than your breath, just bring your awareness back to your breath and continue breathing. Also, be nice to yourself when you do this. Many people get frustrated or mad at themselves. It's okay, it's a learning process. The more you do it, the easier it will be to keep your attention on your breath and not wandering off and having your mind be a monkey mind, which is what the Buddhists call it, where it's always going out and trying to find other things and going from tree to tree. So once you get enough, good enough, to stay mindful for 15 minutes, you can either just continue that time period for your meditation, or you can do it longer, <clears throat> or you can change it up day by day. It's entirely up to you, but try and start doing it every day. Some people do it twice a day, but I would just start with once a day and see how long it takes you to actually get to the point where you are not, you are only just concentrating on your breath and your mind isn't going off to what you had for dinner or what are you going to have for breakfast or what's the work you need to do, or gee, you forgot to take this out of your car. All of those things are going to come up. But the more that you can practice this, and it is called a practice, the better you'll get at it, and the more results and positive results you'll get from it. Okay, so like I say, once you get good enough to stay mindful 15, for 15 minutes, you can make it longer you don't have to. If you would prefer a guided meditation, I can suggest that you download the UCLA Mindfulness app and go through some of their meditations to find one that you like. They have different ones to choose from, ones that are for sleep, ones that are for meditation, um, and the many different lengths. And they also have a set, all of these in translated into Spanish if you happen to speak Spanish as your native language. I'll put a link to it in the show notes and you can easily download the app. If you don't go and look at the, at the show notes, just look for it in the app store. I believe they have an Android and an Apple. I have an Apple an iPhone, so I've only downloaded the Apple version, but I believe they have an Android version as well. A couple of other apps you could check out are Headspace and one called Smiling Mind. You can also look online through your laptop or desktop and find meditations that are by a number of groups and people that will lead you through meditation. And you can usually download those and put them either on your phone or your iPad or something like that and listen to them say before you go to bed or before you go to sleep or bring it with you into an area that you where you're away from all your computers because that's the best place 
to do your meditation. So meditation is something that once you've developed that practice, you're going to find that you're more relaxed and that you can handle most any situation with more balance and ease than you're used to. And I think that you'll like it. I think you'll like how you're feeling. You'll like how you're living your life and it'll be a big help. Having said all of this, I also want to say that if you feel you need professional help to deal with your stress and anxiety, especially during this COVID-19 time, you definitely need to reach out to your doctor or medical group for assistance. Stress can build up and if you are experiencing symptoms that are interfering with your day-to-day life, including self-medicating, with alcohol or marijuana or drugs, please contact your doctor for help or a mental health group in your community. There are new and better medications that are being developed to help with stress and anxiety. And it's very, very important that if you're at that level of stress, that you need to get yourself some help. And there are a lot of people out there, particularly now, who are looking to help you or someone like you, if you have that anxiety. In next week's podcast, I'm gonna be talking a little more about diet and food in relation to your brain, and also to help with stress and depression. There's a lot of new research that's come up, and it's something that, especially when we're all home, and like I was saying, you don't wanna be eating too much, you don't wanna be gaining weight, so looking at your food and looking at your diet is really important and it really can help not just your brain but your energy level and how the rest of your body acts and feels. So be sure and look for that one next week. At this point I am going to let all of you know that I am not a doctor. This podcast is not to be construed as medical advice and as I said before if you are having any sort of a medical issue, please go and see your doctor immediately and get it taken care of because especially now during this very stressful time, we all need to take care of ourselves and sometimes the best thing to do is to go get some professional help, be it medical or some sort of a group, as I said, in your community. So with that all being said, I am going to end for today and I will be talking to all of you next week. This has been Healthy Tips After 50 with Susan Rosen. To stay on the cutting edge of the most effective health strategies, subscribe to this podcast and let us know what you thought of the show with a comment or like on iTunes. Visit HealthyTipsAfter50.com for this episode's show notes, more resources, and free offers.